Walking in Faith in Wuhan. This comes from China and is written by Father Dan Troy. The funeral of Zhu Yinan took place in Zhangjiatai, a village just beyond the sprawling city of Wuhan. The people of this village often hold their heads high when reference is made to their best-known son, Bishop Peter Zhangburen, the faithful elderly Bishop of Hanyang Diocese, who died in 2005. Hanyang is one of the three dioceses where Columban missionaries served before having to leave China in the early 1950s. Steeped in the history of the church, the people gathered for morning mass at 7 a.m., a liturgy celebrated in a modest marquee that had been used as a dining area for people during three days of mourning. On two occasions I had the privilege to visit the home of Zhu Yanan, and unable to care for herself for the past four years due to the effects of a second stroke, her husband of over 60 years took care of all her needs, assisted on a regular basis by their visiting daughters and sons. In many countries, a person living with her physical restrictions would be moved to a nursing home, a setting where full-time care would be available. Xu Yunnan's husband and family did ensure that she had full-time care, albeit in the simplest of homes. During the day, she sat in her wheelchair at the wide central door that is typical of village homes in central China. The room where she sat facing the street was sparse, its simplicity highlighted by a concrete floor, bare walls, one cupboard and a small table. The main colour in the room was provided by a large poster of Christ the King facing the main door, supplemented by one photo of her mother-in-law on the same wall. It was easy to see the advantages of her being cared for in her own home. The large open door allowed for regular interaction with those who walked by on the quiet street. Neighbours often sat with her near the door as an occasional hen moved around with a flexible understanding of the boundary between street and home. Visitors also prayed for her. At the end of four years of severely restricted living, her family gathered around her when they perceived a deterioration in her condition. A few times during her final day, she seemed to have breathed her lust, only to find strength to continue with some newfound energy. And eventually, when she did take her last breath, it was described by her family as the moment when God received her. Unaffected in the village by the COVID-19 regulations in the city, the funeral mass for Zhu Yinan was celebrated in the marquee beside her home. Later, a fine meal was served for all who were there for the early morning liturgy. As Xu Yunnan's cardboard coffin was being moved away from the family home, an outpouring of emotion erupted from her immediate family. Members of the Catholic brass band from a neighbouring village played loudly as the mourners began the procession out of the village, the music eventually competing with the multiple rounds of firecrackers that remain part of such occasions in rural areas. And as the people made their way out of the village, they bade farewell to one of their lifelong members. Villages in many areas of China have already lost large sections of their younger population. 
the educational and employment opportunities in the cities proving to be a big attraction for them. Like many villages in China, the future of Zhang Jiatai faces many challenges. And while the unity of the people and their immense faith is still seen at funeral gatherings, perhaps it's important to appreciate all that these communities have endured in a world that has changed so rapidly for them. Their ability to endure so many challenges in recent years is likely to help them negotiate their way through whatever will emerge in the next few years. And without providing any answers to what the future may hold for the community at Zhang Jiatai, I think they need to be applauded for the way they supported and walked in faith with one of their own people in recent years. In the humblest of settings, and surrounded by family and friends in her time of need, the life of Zhu Yunnan can help us to understand what is meant by the beautiful line in the Magnificat which says that God raised the lowly. That story from China, written by Father Dan Troy, who lives there.